Welcome to On a High, the show about the intersections of cannabis, design, culture, and lifestyle. I'm your host, Donna Bishop. And I'm your host, Michelle Bilodeau. On a High is produced and distributed by Business of Cannabis, the award-winning media company that provides insight into the companies, brands, people, and trends driving the global cannabis industry. Find out more about Business of Cannabis at businessofcannabis.ca. Hello, Donna. Hello, Michelle. How's it going? It is going just fine, thank you. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. So today we are in studio talking with Sarah Gillen from Ollie Brands. Um, Ollie Brands is a soon-to-market edible brand. Um, they'll be launching with five tea blends and three different edibles. And I was lucky enough to uh, be invited to a non-infused dinner with the Ollie team uh, back in August. And, you know, I got to taste some non-infused treats from the brand and they're delicious. Are they yummy? So yummy. So there's a strawberry chew that just is like, you can tell that it's real strawberries. There's nothing uh, fake about it. It's it's really delicious. So I'm I'm excited for when Ollie will land in stores and I can try the real thing. Well, even just looking at their website, their photography of the ingredients is so beautiful. Like it really does look like photos you would see in some sort of beautiful cookbook. Mm-hmm. There is a a clear love of the culinary arts that I think is really, I was going to say infused. You can't like <laughs> not too pun, many puns. <laughs> but you can't help but feel the love of the food. Yeah. And I think that definitely stands out with Ollie Brands. And what I what I really appreciate about the brand is how they are propelling the idea of edibles forward. So it's not a, just a regular gummy bear. It's not just a regular chocolate bar. They're coming at it from a culinary perspective and then adding cannabis, which is, you know, I think a lot of brands are doing it the other way where they're coming at it as a cannabis brand and then making edibles. Um, But you can tell, again, we use this word a lot, but it does have meaning. You can tell how thoughtful they have been with their branding. And I think that's something that continues to excite me as we do these episodes is because people are literally just launching their companies and their brands and their products, that there is that thoughtfulness because they are just starting out. Yeah. And there's been a buildup. There's been a long buildup with some of these brands. Like I've known of Ollie brands for over a year now. Um, so it it does feel like there's been a lead up. It feels like this is, you know, everything past was kind of the warm up. And now we're here at the big game. Like this is kind of the Super Bowl of cannabis. Well, and they've got they just had some really exciting announcements, which yeah. I know Sarah's going to talk about. So it's uh, it's exciting times for them, for sure. It really is. So here is Sarah Gillen from Ollie Brands. Today we're in studio with Sarah from Ollie Brands. Welcome. Hi, thank you. Thanks for having me. Sarah, can you tell us, before we get into some of the exciting stuff that's been happening with Ollie, can you tell us a little bit about you and your journey to being in the cannabis space? Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, it is a bit of an interesting journey. I My background is in marketing, so um, I didn't really have much experience with cannabis, obviously, before. Um I sort of did. I grew up in kind of with a big interest in fashion, and I loved kind of the excitement of the industry. And I moved to New York to do a degree at Parsons for a while, and uh, and then after that, I, I worked in New York for a bit in kind of fashion wholesale. I did some event planning for Fashion Week, and it was all really fun and and 
really uh, exciting. Um, and then I moved back here uh, to Toronto and I did some more work in fashion and uh, um, up in wholesale distribution on Wingold Avenue. And then I moved into the jewelry world and I did some event planning for a bespoke uh, jeweler here in Toronto for four years just prior to starting Ollie. Amazing. Yeah. And can we start, can we talk about how Ollie started? So, you know, just from looking online and I mean, I've met you and talked to you a couple of mm-hmm. times, but, you know, Ollie is about cannab- quality cannabis kind of amongst friends is the mm-hmm. idea that you guys have put out there. Where did the ethos for the brand come from? Um, my business partner, uh, John Aird, and I have been friends for about 20 years. In fact, he was actually my husband's uh, college roommate. So I think um, the brand itself kind of stemmed um, from this, you know, very organic friendship between John. I know his wife very well as well. Um, and the idea kind of started over dinner one night. Um, it was actually John's um, baby. He, uh, We were sort of talking about, this was in 2017, um, and we were talking about kind of the upcoming regulations and how cannabis was going to be legal. Um, and we um, quickly became excited and curious kind of about the new industry and the potential to create products that were a little bit more sophisticated and that we were using kind of high quality ingredients, um, something that we hadn't, you know, we didn't think was available at the time. Um, and more than anything, I think we just wanted to create a product that was kind of approachable and that's something that we would enjoy and we would enjoy sharing with our friends. Um, you know, all you kind of the ethos behind Ollie is is about merging that kind of culinary um, cannabis lifestyle with the sort of cannabis wellness lifestyle. Um, and we thought we wanted to make a product that at the end of the day we could share with our friends. We wanted to put our best foot forward and, and have something approachable and, and delicious and sophisticated and cool. So that's kind of where it came from. You mentioned uh, culinary there a couple of times and, and the, the story came out over mm-hmm. uh, a dinner party why did you want to focus on non-smokables? Um, per- well, I hadn't, to be honest, I was just not a big cannabis smoker. I mean, I'd experimented way back in the day, um, you know, in, in university. And, of course, it had be- been in my life, you know, before. But I just, it, as I kind of grew up, I just, um, it it kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, it just wasn't in my life anymore, I guess. We just, I hadn't didn't have it around me. So I thought the idea of, of doing something that was, um, you know, smoke-free and, and delicious and an approachable way to make a product, I thought was really interesting. And even more so, I think um, a lot of people have had kind of negative experiences with cannabis edibles and cannabis beverages. So I think the potential to kind of change that stigma and, and change that uh, perception of cannabis edibles was really exciting. So that's kind of how we wanted to start with the brand. When you guys first started, what were your marketing and branding meetings like? Were there brands that you wanted to emulate? Were there genres that you wanted to steer clear of? How did that process happen for you guys? Um, I think more so than anything, we just wanted something that was approachable. We wanted um, something also very transparent. So we picked kind of branding colors that were very muted and very um, soft and, and very calming um, you know, the photography that we use on our website and that we'll use going forward is, is sort of the broken down ingredients. And we wanted to highlight like the provenance of ingredients and where things came from and highlight, you know, what was going into our goods. Um, you know, because we work with Adrian uh, from the Food Dudes and, and Richard from, um, who is a, you know, world-renowned tea sommelier. So we thought that sort of bringing attention to the background of the food and sort of where everything came from was really important. Um 
And I think, I don't know, when it comes down to brands, I mean, there's tons of brands doing really interesting stuff in this space. Obviously, like when you look at lifestyle, like I think Vanderpop's doing amazing things. Um, and I really love sort of personally like clean, simple branding. Like I think Dosis is doing really great things too um, in terms of uh, visually appealing. So um, I think those would be two good brands in the space. Yeah. It's almost like a culinary collaboration, the way mm -hmm. you talk about the food dudes and the tea sommelier. Was mm -hmm. that part of your thinking? Yeah. I mean, John and I are, are great at good at a lot of things, but I think uh, tea, uh, selecting tea blends and, and sort of being original recipes are not two of them. So when we started the company, we really found, uh, we went and searched to find partners that really had the same ethos as us and really wanted to kind of place the um, emphasis on high quality ingredients and high quality products. So we were first introduced to Richard um, and he really um, sort of, he really sort of had the same belief as we did. Um, and his background speaks for himself, speaks for itself. Um, and similarly with Adrian, he, uh, you know, he's a Michelin trained chef. He's the founder of the Food Dudes. He's, he's been in the industry his whole life and his passion for food and passion for ingredients uh, really aligned with what John and I were hoping to achieve with Holly. This might be like asking you to pick a favorite child. Do you have a favorite amongst the collection that you guys have put together of, of edibles and, and tea? Um, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> I, I have to say, I really do love the strawberry fruit chew. We use real strawberry fruit puree and a hint of uh, citric acid. So there's kind of a nice balance between sweet and tart. I also love the butter cookie. Um, and I think when it comes to tea, my two favorites, I think, are the mint and the green tea, but um, we've done sort of non-infused sampling and, and the berry uh, bliss tea is also very, very popular. So we're excited for that one too. And is that where your offerings sit right now is with teas and and sweet edibles mm -hmm. per se? Yeah, our launch product suite are, um, are, we're launching with five different tea blends and three different edibles. So um, we have a chocolate in addition to our strawberry fruit chew and our cookie. When you were thinking about marketing, how or have you thought of the language to use to give people a sense of what they can anticipate? You know, we talk a lot with guests about how many people entering the cannabis market right now are new to cannabis or, mm -hmm. you know, kind of curious. How do you communicate what they can expect from a product? Um. I think for us, it's sort of all about approachability. We have, I mean, low-dose products. We start at 2.5 uh, milligrams of THC. We also have a lot of our products, especially the teas, have very high CBD. So I think um, being approachable and just being responsible with how you use it is, is what you can expect. And as I spoke to earlier, obviously, we place a high um, emphasis on quality of ingredients and flavor of, of ingredients and sort of where everything's coming from. So I think you know, communicating that is also really important. Can you talk what's next for Ollie? And I know you guys are working on this now, but when can we expect to see Ollie in stores or what's what's the hope anyway? Um, well, we hope to be in stores in the next few months. It's hard at this point to give a um, distinct timeline to that. We just received our um, processing license last week. So we're sort of moving forward with um, actively planning our market launch. Um, when exactly that is, I, I, I don't know at this time, but um, we're expecting in the next few months for sure to get um, products on shelves in all authorized retailers. And can you talk a little bit about what that um, processing news means for you guys so for people who haven't seen the news to know about your exciting 
announcement of this week, <laughs> what that means for you? For sure. Um, it just basically, it um, it's a license to start producing cannabis-infused goods. So it gives us the chance um, to produce goods that are regulated by the government. So we know that um, the attention to quality and, and will be there and, and everything is third-party tested. But it, it basically gives us the green light to start producing goods for sale on a commercial level. So it's very exciting. What excites you about the cannabis industry in general, apart from your pocket of quality ed- edibles? What else about the industry excites you right now? Um, I think it's really interesting to see a lot of new brands popping up and to see what kind of customers are responding to. I think the options um, for product and ways to enjoy cannabis are really, really interesting. And I think with edibles coming online, it's a whole nother phase to that. And I think it's really cool to see new brands and some older brands, big brands, small brands really getting out there and, and making these delicious products. And also, you know, from the customer perspective, like just having another um, just being able to enjoy cannabis where maybe prior to legalization it wasn't available. You know, people didn't have a dealer's number, for example, and didn't know where to go get it. But I think now, um, you know, opening it up to sort of every day, you know, opening it up to the general public, obviously, if you're old enough, 19 plus or whatever. But I think um, just gives, it's very exciting to see new things come online and, and people experiencing who haven't experienced it in the past. So you guys are set to launch in Canada. Have you had time yet to think south of the border? Do you know if you guys will try to do anything in the U.S. or in any other country where cannabis is legal? Or are you just focusing on Canada at the moment? Right now, we're focused on Canada, to be honest. We just really are focused on getting our products to market. Um, you know, obviously, we, yes, we've talked about it in longer term, absolutely. But right now, we're, we're very focused on getting, you know, putting our best foot forward and getting our products into market. So we're excited about that. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming down today. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening today. We are so grateful when you share on a high and review us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you. We would love to hear what you think via Twitter at B of C underscore Canada. Until next time, I'm Donna Bishop. And I'm Michelle Villado. And we look forward to you joining us again soon. This is Jay Rosenthal, co-founder of Business of Cannabis. This is a Business of Cannabis production.